Welcome to podcast number 99. It's the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and uh, MJ Monthly, apparently, because we also are doing a new, uh, a new brand in the New Mexico market that is coming out, and that is MJ Monthly. Uh, so, yeah, let's share that. Let's show that for everyone. The current issue just came out today. We, we publish, we print in, in New Mexico, so the New Mexico market gets them first. But um, the same same publication essentially, but the brand in the cannabis state is in fact MJ Monthly, and so that website's MJMonthly.com, and it's not up yet. We are working on that, and um, but we are still Texas Hemp Reporter here in Texas, of course. Uh, we just wanted to, since we print in New Mexico, we've been getting comments and um, our partners in New Mexico at the printer wanted us to make some of them available out there. So we now have some clients in the New Mexico market. And so we're expanding out there into that space. So that's kind of new. Podcast 99 this week. I'm Russell. Uh, my co-host this uh, week, as always, is uh, Rachel Nelson joining us on the, the podcast from her home in South Austin. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? All right. Good well. to... Good to see you. You were out of town uh, for a week or two, or you you missed a show. Oh, the show last week's show, we had to do. We forgot to tell you we did that yesterday. Show was yesterday. No Check. one told me anything. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. No, all, all good. But, but we, it was a great show. It was a great show. Yes, Susan Hayes, Democratic candidate for Texas Ag Commissioner, on the program last week. So we did have a good looking uh, looking interview there with her. You could check that out on the uh, YouTube. We just recently uploaded the video portion of that, and that has been on podcast number 98. It's been out there on all of the uh, networks since last Friday. So I think we're starting to get some downloads on that, and folks are listening. Next week, we have scheduled the current commissioner. Uh, as said, Miller will be on with the Texas Ag Commission's office looking to see if he can get reelected or, or we'll see if he can be dethroned by Susan Hayes. So we will see uh, for ourselves on that. No guests this week on the program, Rachel. Uh, what's kind of a topic that you'd like to tackle first? I'll let you kind of start things off, Rachel. Well, you know, the big uh, talk of Texas right now is um, our governor and mm -hmm. kind of According to Texas Cannabis TV, and I have them pulled up in the browser, um, they say that he has flip-flopped on the issue that in the past, Greg Abbott has kind of hinted that, you know, this shouldn't be a crime. But um, after President Biden said, you know, we're going we're gonna to pardon all the federal marijuana uh, charges, Greg Abbott came back and said, oh, that'll no that's not going to happen in Texas. And it, it just kind of seems mm -hmm. like one of those things where just because you know the president that's in a different party has a, a conflicting opinion or has a certain opinion you're gonna say oh i feel the opposite way so it's it'll been, be interesting it, it's kind of like and i mean obviously this was kind of a move to secure votes ahead of the primaries on you know joe biden's part but you know it's just we're going to see if Texas, how much Texans really care about this issue. I mean, could this be a deal breaker for certain people? Maybe so. Maybe people that would normally vote, you know, one way will maybe, go Democrat this time. Maybe one of you or maybe somebody, maybe Carl or one of us can look up. I can't recall the candidate's name. I believe it's Chris something rather. Uh, maybe, you know, Rachel, the Democratic candidate for lieutenant governor's office. There was a, a, one of them is really got a chance more than the others, and and I believe that that's the the Democratic can lead Democratic candidate is the the can the needs to be the the one to get the vote for Lieutenant Governor's office. It's Dan Patrick at the Republican side that that a lot of that power is in, and that's one of the things. Uh, Susan Hayes was I should know who that candidate is um, and we talked about him last week so I apologize for viewers and listeners I don't I don't have that in front of me now but we definitely need to I think we need a, a Democratic candidate for lieutenant governor for anybody that wants any change in cannabis uh, in the yeah, Lone Star State 
Definitely. But just, you know, as kind of the governor, he is the spokesperson of the state, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, hey, you know, I think he's not really representing how most people feel about cannabis. And so that's an issue. But, you know, um, is it enough to make people go to the other side? I don't know. I think we're going to it's going to be fascinating to see how it all how it all plays out. Well, I don't know how everybody else is. I, I'm. I'm a little all over the place. I've always been kind of an independent, uh, you know, some guys I voted Democrat, some guys I voted Republican, and, and I've been okay with that. It's just kind of, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a flip-flopper. It's just if I like that candidate for this. So regarding the, you know, lieutenant governor's spot, that's that's a good that's a good one. Anybody for cannabis might want change, may vote Democrat in that to to mm -hmm. make because we know where Dan Patrick sits, you know, on things. So as a, a he has stated, he's not going to move forward on on you know getting us a, a decent um, you know cannabis program, you know, or increase medical more. We'll see what the session has in stores next next year. Yeah. And, you know, meanwhile, we're seeing uh, New Mexico have just great success <laughs> uh -huh. now that they're and um, I even I have this story pulled up too. I'll share right now in the tab. Um, so, you know, it's the numbers are coming out. Yeah. Cannabis users from Texas, they're fueling growth in sales for New Mexico's border city. So, you know, it's being reported on and which of course we all knew this was going to happen. <laughs> and so Texas is just kind of missing out. And, um, and that's sad. And, and like you said, you know, I think more uh, people should kind of have your view of like, let's not vote for like a party. Let's vote for someone who actually stands for yeah. what we believe in. So, well, let me screen. I got one I wanted to talk about. I think just, to, just to kind of piggyback, uh, off of that, uh, let's see. Let me see here. The one I wanted to bring up is not this one. This was another one. But no, regarding New Mexico, cannabis sales top $39 million just here in September as we just now are clearing into the second week of October. Uh, cannabis sales in New Mexico surpassed $39 million in September with recreational marijuana accounting for $24 million of that total. The figure is down slightly. Uh, from the more than forty point six million that was sold in August, and um, the and the the states uh, it looks like it was just a little bit more than April at the uh, I mean excuse me in July's numbers they started in April selling this cannabis recreationally but the July numbers were similar at forty point three million so we saw a little dip just under forty million Rachel as uh, this uh, is about the seventh month in a row since April that they uh, are sixth month in a row there with that uh, with uh, September. So we saw the first decline in sales uh, here in September going at 39 million. Uh, but you can see that the uh, at 39 million, 24 is record is, is um, recreational. And the other part is the, is a very strong portion of the New Mexico's medical cannabis. So uh, what is that? 24, 34, 15 million uh, revenue generated on the regular monthly uh, medical cannabis patients that the state has. If you see the if you can see these figures here. Uh, so uh, New Mexico doing very well. But the first time it dipped under 40 million uh, as it was peaking there in August. Wow. Well, I mean, and I guess that's to be expected that at first, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, like everybody's going to go out and spend money. Um, but I mean, still a lot of money nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And uh, and so that was one that I wanted to share. I can remove that from from the, from the story for the moment. But but uh, New Mexico, big market. I mean, over 100 million in cannabis sales. That's why. And it's just, you know, rather serendipitous that. In January of 2022, we began printing in the land of enchantment. We had a printer partner in Dallas up until last year or the beginning of this year, and we moved that. Um, the Texas Hemp Reporter was beginning to print in uh, Santa Fe, and so it's been since we've been printing over there in New Mexico that um, we have kind of thought about 
Well, let's, maybe there's an opportunity there. Maybe there's a way if we can figure out logistically to get the magazines distributed in that part of the state. Maybe we can we can do that. And maybe Carl can share that red. And there's a graphic we made for last week's show. Is Do you have that? I think we had that in there. I um, was wondering maybe we could pop that up on screen. There it is. That, that This is a... Uh, some art that we had on last week's show, and this explains the um, kind of the circulation for the MJ Monthly publication. So this one, Rachel, goes throughout. Uh, today they're being delivered in Albuquerque and Las Cruces and El Paso, so in the southern part of the state, and then tomorrow they'll begin getting them up into the Albuquerque and Santa Fe area. But um, Definitely. Yeah, well, next week we'll have to talk about, you know, the response um, after it hits the racks, you know, what you, the feedback you get. Yeah, we've got stands, we've sent them, and I'm going to be traveling over there next week. That's one of the events, and just a segue into, oh, Lucky Leaf Expo there in Albuquerque. So I'm going to be traveling next week for that, and and that's going to be, we're going to be passing magazines out over there. Uh, Chad, who does the Lucky Leaf Expos, have been doing those in Austin, Houston, Dallas. People here in Texas are no stranger to those. But I've never been to a full cannabis conference. I've only been to the hemp ones, Rachel. So this will be a kind of a, a a unique opportunity for me to get over there and and um, and check this out and see what the what all of the New Mexico brands and speakers that they have speaking over there. It's going to be exciting to see uh, see what. Uh, what I wonder if it's even going to be cloudy in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it looks like they have a really good lineup of speakers, and I bet you're going to meet a lot of good connections. And I'm sure they're going to love the MJ Monthly brand. So, if I get to having too much fun over there, I'm going to regret it. It'll be too much fun. So I'm excited to go check that out. But a lot of presenters of cannabis oil, accounting, there's software, it looks like, health and cannabis. So lots of speakers. This is the Lucky Leaf Expo in Albuquerque. I'll be over there. So looking forward to that. What other events are coming up? Me the take- Hemp Harvest Festival. Uh, well, that, that's next month, but yeah. That's coming up. That's right. Sweet Cincy's uh, second annual Hemp Harvest Festival. And here's some of those products that that we picked up when I went over there to Sweet Cincy that day. I don't, Greg uh, you know, and Tracy gave me the tour over there a few weeks back there. So this is Blackberry uh, Snooze Drops. And wow. <laughs> Uh, there's some really cool products here and I have yet to try these. I wanted to feature them on the show before I actually tried some of them because uh, honestly, I'm a little afraid to try some of these. And these are CBD, some are Delta 8. These are some of the products though, Greg and Tracy gave us. And next time you're over here, you need to get your hands on some of these because I know uh, I'm interested in, I'm interested in that melatonin. Well, you'll do them. I, you, you're not afraid with. We know that Rachel's <laughs> got her, uh, especially with that story you did on ATX Bud Tenders and getting the um, the delivery that you had uh, Adam Raposa and those guys do. So I know you're not afraid to try this stuff. Not scared, and uh, <laughs> I've been actually um, a regular customer of Adams ever since you know the past couple months, and I just I give him ten stars out of five. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my brother actually bought a vape. I didn't realize, I thought he just had gummies and flour, but, um, he has vapes too. So FYI. Wow. Well, yeah, they do like, I think there's vape carts you can get, right? The, there's like $40 for the cart. Is that right? Um, I can't remember. I think it was about 40. Yeah. Yeah. I know my nephews had some of those and I don't know if he got those from Adam or if he got them from somewhere else, but I do know that, uh, that those are some of the products that uh, are out there. Uh, ATXbuttenders.com if you're curious about whether or not those guys actually do deliver. Uh, Rachel did a great story on our Instagram page. It's Russell. She's Rachel. And this is the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 99. We're going to take our first commercial break here on the program. And then we'll come back. We'll talk about some news President Biden did with some pardoning. I guess you guys are probably all familiar with that. We'll talk about some of the upcoming events. And, um, yeah, so stick around. More Texas Hemp Show coming up after this. We'll be right back. 
in the bottle Hit the throttle in my cotto Click and clack my semi-auto Cause I'm tryna see tomorrow Buy the condo for my taco Cause she working that taco It's the top selling bottle 23's on the Tahoe TV screens, margarita machines With street marines Got love for the Crips and Bloods And Latin Kings If it means at TFNB, your bank for life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing, and we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marin, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs' exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We are ATX bud tenders and we sell marijuana. Nosotros somos los ATX bud tenders y nosotros vendemos marijuana. I can keep up the mouth. I can keep the keep the mouth. Obviously, that was all made up. And obviously, we don't give a We will serve a cup. We'll serve anyone. Real marijuana today. 737 gas bud. ATX budtenders.com Contact us now and get weed cheaper than any time in your fucking life. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year, with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at TexasHempReporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Stolen from an African land, chased out with a knife, with a face like Bob Marley and a mouth like a motorbike. Oh, well, the bars are always open. And the time is always right And if God's good word goes unspoken The music goes all night And it goes If I were by Molly, I said, could you be loved? And if I was half pint, I would my lord up above And if I was Mike Tyson, I would for a fight And if I was a boomer I would be staying up all night If I was a All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and uh, and I guess MJ Magazine as we expand that thing, get out, going that out to our friends in the land of enchantment. Also, want to mention, um, yeah, you can vote for us on the uh, production side. The Texas Hip Awards are going on right now. A lot of people are out there voting, and I think we were nominated in a couple of categories. For um, I was nominated for influencer. So I'd love to win one of those one day because you get these cool rings. It's like a Super Bowl ring deal um, that uh, <laughs> that we get as a winner of the uh, Texas Hip Award. But a lot of great categories as well, and they always vote for those every year in the fall. And um, so uh, if you can or would like to, you can check out the Texas Hemp Awards uh, dot com and uh, go give us a, a, a vote over there. There's a lot of 
a, a lot of different categories. I'm looking up the uh, – I was looking for some of the awards. Yeah, I think it's TexasHempAwards.com is, I believe, the site. I don't know if um, Rachel might can pull that up for us, and maybe she can share it here in a minute. But a special shout-out to Karen and the good work that she does. Um, but we were nominated – and I think uh, I think they I don't know if I could say, but I think they, they, she told me a couple of people that nominated us. So I think it was uh, Texas Cannabis TV guys. They nominated us for yeah, it was Dalton. Yeah, I think Dalton maybe given us a nomination for production, and then somebody else nominated me uh, as a in, as an individual for influencers. So that's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, did you plug that? Or what, did I have the website right, Rachel? Yes, it's TexasHempAwards.com, and there's a um, an option for voting in the menu. And so it says the voting hasn't opened yet for the 2022 awards. So that's something we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on. Yeah, we're if you scroll down there, I think we're in the cat- category. Uh, um, I don't, these were last year's nominees. It says no, so I the, don't think no, they've. No, no, it's up. I mean, you can vote. It's it's on there. I've. I've already voted for myself once, so I can't, I can't do this again. But, of course, Karen uh, does a, a bit of part-time work uh, for The Last Prisoner Project. We've been no stranger of plugging these guys in the in the magazine uh, over the years and on the show. We've had uh, those guys in the publication in the past. T- Texas-based retail brick and mortar. So these are a lot of friends here, probably several clients of ours. House of CB, Joint Custody, Lazy Days, Mary J, Moon Taxi. Uh, there's Taco Farm, Sacred Leaf, and Conroe. Uh, looks like uh, Tribe CBD over there and Thrive. Uh, Texas-based e-commerce, lots of different online retailers that are in here. Texas-based Advocate Warrior, Jesse Williams, nominated on there a few times la- the last two years. Looks like David Bass is on here. We've got... Uh, Alyssa Nolan from the Texas Hemp Coalition on here. Leah Laskin. Um, Leah, of course, from um, the Hemp Tours. Shada Tarabi, who writes for us down there at uh, Lucas Gilkey, Moon Taxi Express. And yours truly, Russell Dowden, right above Shada Tarabi. So glad to be nominated on that. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of, a lot of folks that, you know, Texas Hemp Today, Texas Cannabis Collective also nominated on there. And then the, the events, look here, the events were Texas Cannabis Roundup, Texas Hemp Summit coming up in November, and then the March that they just had in Dallas-Fort Worth. I actually voted for the the Roundup, Rachel, that we were at. That was the, the one that I was at there, and I thought that was a, a nice event. So I it attend, really was. I attended that one with you, so I, that's what I voted for already. But the Hemp Summit is coming up in November. David Sergi, Chelsea Spencer, Alyssa Nolan, Lisa Pittman, some home run hitters and advocacy right there for the Texas-based support and services. Candle Joint product packaging, not sure with them, but I'm very familiar with Lisa, David, Alyssa, and Lisa Pittman, all been on the show. All four of them have been on the program at some time or another. And then you get down here to Texas-based hemp production. And um, BioCity Hemp, uh, Grow House Media, Roach and Bud, who contributes to the magazine, Claire with the cartoon, uh, Shada Tarabi, Let's Be Blunt podcast, also nominated, as well as her column is also featured in the Texas Hemp Reporter. You know, Jesse's podcast, our former co-host, uh, Austin and Jesse, nominated with the Texas Cannabis Collective podcast. And then Alyssa Nolan's podcast is the Texas Hemp Coalition. And the longest one on the list is ourselves a uh, uh, Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine, Texas Hemp Show. You can vote for us too. Best nonprofit, best hemp processor, extractor, all of the categories there from education, course certificates to uh, b- favorite TikTok and Instagram. Check them out. <laughs> Um, maybe we we should have nominated Rachel for uh, one for that uh, t- ATX Bud Tinder uh, <laughs> uh, one. That would have been a good one to have uh, have you on, on as well. There, uh, Rachel, is to have you uh, do that. But that is the Texas Hemp Awards. So check those guys out, guys, and and uh, get out there and vote for that stuff because we always cover that. Every, I think in our January issues when we actually release the winners uh, of that. So. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool to see that long list of stuff. It just makes you realize like how many uh, you know businesses there are in Texas in this industry. So yeah, there's cool. four four. 
I mean, you know, four four years of doing this, and I've been a part of the last three now, I guess, and and it's certainly nice to be nominated. Maybe one of these years we'll win one of those things, Carl. But uh, in the meantime, we just keep plugging along over here, and uh, and that's just great to see all of um, all of the the folks that are nominated in this space. Texas very. Uh, we're really hungry for this program, and and it's good to see um, everybody come together. And 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 um, have you seen anything or checked this one out uh, at all, uh, Rachel? The Texas Hemp Summit going to be at the Texas AgriLife there in in um, College Station. Yeah, I have it. Uh, um, so it's put on by the Texas Hemp Coalition. It's a two day business to business event. Uh, it will focus on the business side of the Texas hemp industry through educational discussions related to farming processing, cannabinoids, fiber, and retail retail topics concerning Texas hemp operators. So it sounds like a really educational event. Um, you can go online to texashempcoalition.org slash summit and see the whole um, agenda, which it looks mm-hmm. like there's a lot. Yeah, so. it looks cool. Action packed. Well, I don't know if you guys want to go with Carl or Rachel, either of you, if you want to go to that. But I'm, I'm, I'm a sponsor, a media sponsor of that. You want to go? Carl says he's ready. He's down to go with. I'm go. down. That's going to be on the 11th and 12th of November. I don't know what day of the um, month that is on, it's but Friday and Saturday. Okay, and so it November is 11th is also Veterans Day. FYI, 11-11. Hey, eleven eleven. That's right. Veterans Day is on November eleventh, so that's a, a good day to go out there. And but that's the uh, Texas Hemp Coalition's t- uh, Hemp uh, fe- uh, Summit that that is coming up. And uh, let me see. So that's you know com- what, um, on Friday, November eleventh, Veterans Day. They have a veterans panel. It says at eleven fifteen. So that's pretty cool of them to tie it all in and mm-hmm. see how our veterans are. You know, advocating for hemp. I'm sure David Bass is going to be there speaking at that as well. I imagine he's always a, a proactive for our veterans. And so the following week, I have this event. Let me share this one and get this one on here, Carl. This is the no. Uh, this one's my birthday. So that November nineteenth is the Saturday Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. More local artists. We were at this one last year, Carl and I and Jesse. We all went and had a booth over there um, at the Carson. Uh, Creek Ranch last year. Uh, this year it will be at the distribution hall, Rachel. So this is kind of down there um, in the east uh, fourth, fifth, kind of the warehouse district of East uh, Fifth Street and that, down there in that area. Um, but um, again, uh, music, uh, everybody coming together to celebrate um, the artistry of of growing quality smokable hemp and all the different products and so um looks like the lineup here for some of the music headlining collie buds uh going to be on as well as soul fire tropicana joe uh, sister nancy mau mau chaplains uh good good uh, oh, mo and angela be down there uh, with them on this and uh collie buds it's funny i uh, he was interviewed. We interviewed Collie Buds, Rachel, in Rockstar Magazine about five years ago. So that's interesting. Uh, I had him on the, a cover of a magazine uh, in 2018. So, uh, But the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, November 19th, uh, they're um, celebrating music, CBD. Then we taking place there in Austin and in the city, and then the reggae artists. They like to keep a reggae theme over there as well. So this should be a lot of fun. Pick out the tickets, TexasHempHarvestFestival.com, and you can pick up your tickets or even uh, purchase a, a spot to be a vendor. I may, uh, I'm thinking about doing the vendor thing with them. I don't know, but sometimes it's just fun to just go to them something and not be a vendor. <laughs> True. Uh, and, you know, I think the tickets are only like 20 bucks to this and it's a family friendly event. 
So something for everyone. There's a lot going on. So I think it's well worth the $20. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, this year is like the venue this year, Rachel, only holds about 1,400 people. So it's there's a finite amount of tickets available. So this event will sell out likely because uh, there was several thousand at that big event at Carson. The venue was so big at Carson last year, it, it kind of dwarfed the festival in some ways because that place was so damn huge. But... Uh, <laughs> But this will everybody will be packed in this year uh, here on November nineteenth at uh, Distribution Hall and uh, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival dot com. Check them out. That's going to be my birthday night, guys. So um, I'm Ubering. Okay, <laughs> that yeah. night, Ubering that night. So let me bring up something else here. I wanted to the no. the that's Growhouse Media's Texas Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. And they no, have- and I can't wait because I we did I met them for the first time. Um, the folks in charge of it at the event we attended in Dallas, they round up, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been kind of like looking forward to it ever since. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're. I'm trying to find that. I think it's over here in the towards the middle of the magazine, but they they have an ad in here. It was a really colorful, cool looking ad for the event that they have. Um, the the taste of Texas hemp cup, and that's where everybody gets recognized for like the best tasting flower. So that one is always one uh, that people are looking forward to checking out. Here it is. This is the taste of Texas hemp cup this year again at the Far Out Lounge. Uh, they'll have live music. Uh, of course, they do the glass blowing. This is at the the tenth of December, and they're starting it earlier this year. It's going to be two p.m. to ten p.m. That'll be in Austin. So what's cool, both these events this year in town, uh, if you don't know, the first year of this one was in Wimberley, and it was kind of way out there. So it was a bit of a drive to get out there to the first annual Taste of Texas Hemp Hemp Cup. This will be the third annual. Uh, So they, uh, I guess Tracy and Greg kind of learned from, you know, Liz and Patrick in that first year, that venue needed to come into a smaller venue. And um, so, um, just the same with uh, with this um, with their event, uh, they'll be doing the the Hemp Harvest Festival will be in a smaller venue, and then the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup staying at the Far Out Lounge, which is a really cool place. If you haven't been, it there. really is. I was gonna say, you know, that's a, that's in my area in South Austin, and uh, they have it set up so cool. They have a big backyard. They have a bar out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a big stage. Um, it's it's a great place to go to an event well it's like smoker friendly too in in there if you know what i mean ain't rachel it's kind of you, you mm-hmm. can you know you can smoke your favorite cbd product if you want to back in there it's really cool they got fires out there and this event is in the cool month uh in december so there's always mm-hmm. a fire going out out there so a lot of fun uh out there and then there's uh there's some of the details there check out taste of texas hemp cup Dot com and I guess I'll just bring that bring that up too there since it had a little link to it so here's their uh, Liz and Patrick's uh, website and we'll probably get them to check in on the show um, she asked me if they wanted if to to turn in a uh, crazy commercial last year was it last year the year before they had a crazy commercial that they ran during our podcasts and uh it was a a bit of a ridiculousness (laughs) with their commercial but uh, here's the website and and just everybody check that out be mindful some really cool events coming up this fall as we celebrate the harvest uh, season and that really is uh, you know part of uh, what we're, you know, this next issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter is is essentially, uh, you know, the harvest edition. It's the October-November edition. So this is our, our harvest uh, cover that's coming out. Great article on Gulf Coast hemp farms. Who did you profile in the upcoming issue, Rachel? Um, you, you, you write for us. Who did you cover? Um, the, is it, uh, the name of his business, how have I drawn it? Like, is it Gulf Coast, the one that, yeah, um, yeah, you did the interview. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's the one I did, right? Yeah. yeah. That was Frank. Frank down in uh, yeah, Harlingen. Frank. 
Yes, and um, he has a really inspirational story. So um, I would encourage everyone to read it. He's really, you know, he and his family, his dad and his brothers, they've all done um, time in prison for farming. And, you know, now it's like he's kind of on a mission to like redeem his family legacy. And mm -hmm. he has his legit hemp operation down there in the valley. And then, um, and then he also does some stuff up in Oklahoma. So, mm -hmm. um, so a really neat guy, very, very passionate about what he's doing. And, um, yeah, he, he really, uh, became a believer in CBD when one of his family members had PTSD after serving in the military. So he saw how much it helped him and that's kind of where he kind of took it off in this direction. He's a huge advocate and He's a, you know, one of the great voices in Texas that's doing this and spreading awareness. So definitely well, check the story out. Yeah, and I was going to try to pull up. Here it is. I can share it on screen now. Finally, I think here. Thank you, Carl. Uh, owner of Gulf Coast Hemp Farms works to redeem family legacy. And uh, they are actually, I heard about these guys because of Frank at TPS Labs down in Edinburgh. He's one of our advertisers. And uh, they do that hemp plan um, service. And so one of their clients that they use is, are these guys. Uh, these guys are clients of theirs at Gulf Coast Hemp. So uh, it was Joe and Noe from um, TPS Lab that was telling me, Russell, you've got you've to check out um, the plants down there at uh, Gulf, Coast Hemp, Gulf Coast Hemp Farms. And uh, they supposedly got some really huge, successful plants, having a really cool operation with them. So we yeah, wanted to he, share. He's uh, He has kind of come up with a way to fit more plants on an acre than is like a lot more plants <laughs> <laughs> than is like normal in the, you know, the industry standard. And um, so he's just very creative and good at what he does. And um, something about the airflow, like if you have too many plants it, on like a parcel of land, then it doesn't get enough airflow. And so then that could lead to root rot. But he figured out a way to um, to pack in more plants and not have that issue. So hmm. pretty impressive, really. <laughs> really cool. Well, well, that was one of the many stories that uh, we have profiled there. And we're we're just there's a lot of cool stuff coming up with the whole uh, harvest issue. We profiled uh, some growers and uh, talk about some of our retailers in this edition as well. So, um, looking forward to seeing that. Normally, it would be out by now. We are a little late, and I want to apologize to some of the advertisers because um, we are, are a little later than we we normally are. We normally have the magazine out. It's the what we're recording here on the twelfth or. 13th of the month and we're usually already out by now but um this addition of adding the in our our fellow uh, neighbors there in new mexico kind of delayed the the process so um we got the magazines they're, they're already being delivered in new mexico now but we'll be getting them here it looks like this weekend so um but uh, thanks for everybody's patience on that but yeah uh, lots of lots of good stuff coming up as we have our our, our harvest uh, edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So um, that's coming up, and we'll take a, another quick break, I guess. Uh, um, more Texas Hemp Show after this, and uh, podcast number 99, podcast 99 kicking uh, off, and we'll have our Sid Miller will be on the program next week as our 100th podcast. Uh, with our Texas uh, ad, com ad commissioner on the show next week. So stay right there, Rachel. We'll be back on the other side. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Don't let me hear you say lights taking you nowhere. Look at that sky, life's begun. Nights are warm and the days are young. 
Cotton J Monthly is available for free at all CBD and smoke shops and dispensaries across New Mexico, Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Las Cruces, and Las Vegas. Expanding to Roswell and Tucumcari this year. Cannabis sales in New Mexico are at their peak in the land of enchantment. The premier cannabis publication for New Mexico and the Southwest. MJ Monthly offers grower and retailer profiles, genetics, financial services, and other business news for cannabis lovers in the Southwest. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things cannabis in the land of enchantment. Offering 10,000 copies each month available for free at over 300 CBD stores and smoke shops in New Mexico. That's MJ Monthly Magazine and the MJ Weekly News Podcast. Visit online at mjweeklynews.com or listen wherever podcasts are available. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hip Show podcast. Podcast number 99. We've been doing this 99 times. I don't know how long that is. It's going on. Two, it's over two years. It's got to be over two years. So anyway, 99 and the big 100 will be next week on the program. And we are just, it turns out, this is supposed to be Sid Miller on the show. Uh, we've had a guest cancel here and there on the program, uh, as, and so we missed a week, a few weeks ago. So it ended up being Sid Miller on this week's coming uh, coming week's show. Uh, and then I'm off to New Mexico uh, next week for the Lucky Leaf Leaf um, Expo in Albuquerque, and uh, we'll we'll be checking that out next week. But um, any news stories over there, Rachel, that uh, you didn't cover? I wanted to yeah. give you a chance to, to, to finish up any news that you had. Yeah, I actually wanted to draw attention, and I have the article up. Um, so yesterday, apparently, when I was doing research for this episode, I stumbled across this. And so yesterday was apparently National Farmers Day. So on TexasDemocrats.org, um, they had they, – of course, they seized the opportunity to – um, you know, speak about uh, Texas farmers and ranchers and growing cannabis. And of course, Susan Hayes is quoted in here. So um, mm. yeah, so um, they they just wanted to um, give a shout out, I guess, to the hemp farmers. And I thought it'd be cool for us to do the same thing. So yeah. happy belated <laughs> National Farmers Day to all, right. all the growers out there. <laughs> all right, right on. Yeah. You know, some of the growers once in a while they 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 get we profile them in the magazine. Some of them even advertise with us once in a while. Uh, we've had these many of them on the show and uh I guess what probably need to who's coming up in the coming weeks? I don't have any I've got to start booking. I think we're going to have on um, a couple of more growers. I want to get Frank on down there with that uh, that grow operation that uh, you, you, we've profiled here on the cover of this uh, upcoming oh, yeah. issue with Gulf Coast Farms. I think Frank would be a good one to get on. He Special would. shout out to Aaron over at uh, Tejas Farms. I know T Aaron was good enough to run an ad for the for his farm in the upcoming issue, and um, definitely uh, maybe need to revisit him in, in the coming weeks. Um, and it, get a couple growers back on the program. It's good to talk to those guys, especially around harvest season. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think we need to get uh, Liz and Patrick on for sure to talk about what's coming up with their event in December. I need to give a little time to Tracy and Greg on the program as well, maybe get them to talk about um, – What's coming up with uh, with my uh, well? I say my, but uh, my birthday party. Uh, where is that? <laughs> where is that? And I was going to see if that's still up here. Uh, but uh, yeah. no, the Hemp Harvest Festival, November nineteenth. You know, we need to get those guys on talk talk. Have them talk about their upcoming event um, um, here as well. Uh, the website is texashempreporter.com. Here's that event that I'll be, uh, checking out, uh, next week, uh, on the 21st and 22nd. Um, I'm going to spend the night, Rachel in Roswell. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm going to hang out with the um, the UFOs and all of that over there, apparently. Yeah, we'll uh, check, check out the aliens over there in the desert. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe they have some space weed they can smoke with you. <laughs> hey, but you know what? There's quite a few smoke shops in um, Roswell, and, and I, I called on a few of them and t- I just wanted to let them know that there's a new cannabis magazine coming to the area and MJ Monthly. So here's um, the um, upcoming event uh, again, and then they broke the records last month when uh, this story uh, dropped uh, in the middle of the month there. Um, industry ranked more than 40 million yet again, and then they followed it up in September with just 39 million actually as well. So uh, 39 million uh, right there at 40 million again with no signs of slowing down the state's uh, uh, population centers doing very well. And and that's one of the reasons that we, we're leaving the magazines in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Las Cruces, and El Paso. And then we will be adding in other smaller cities like Hobbs and Roswell and Rio Rancho uh, later in the year. But definitely the big three cities, Rachel, were Albuquerque, Santa Fe, and Las Cruces. And those are the cities where folks will be finding uh, our our New Mexico version uh, of the the magazines there in in New Mexico, but Lucky Leaf Expo next week we'll be checking that out and uh, the website Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, here's our buddies at uh, Bud Tenders, ATX Bud Tenders. There, check them out. You can always go here, guys, and listen to the podcast on our homepage, Texas Hemp Reporter.com. You can always find all of the podcasts uh, right there. Um, Poll most Americans back Biden's marijuana moves. Uh, if you haven't noticed in the news recently, many much of the mainstream media has been covering um, that uh, President Biden's uh, pardoning of people with federal marijuana possession offenses, and it um, you know potentially loosens some of the federal regulations uh, for the drug, according to the new poll Politico had. Um, as well as Morning Consult, nearly two-thirds of voters this fall indicated that they were willing to be supporting um, the issuing of pardons uh, for people with nonviolent federal marijuana convictions. And so I know you touched on this earlier, and I wanted to reiterate this, um, but 40% strongly support President Biden's actions, as well as 25% who are somewhat supportive um, in contrast, fewer than one in four respondents expressed opposition to pardoning uh, marijuana offenders. Rachel, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna express uh, uh, offense to that? <laughs> I mean, apparently some people do, which is just absolutely crazy. But well, we've all know somebody who's been affected. <laughs> Less- I, yeah. I I got busted for cannabis in maybe God, I was twenty seven, and you know. I didn't, I didn't, we were buying it. I was in the car and the person I was with was buying it. And then we got pulled over and I said it was not mine. And the driver of the vehicle I was in said it wasn't his. And so we both went to jail and, uh, oh, but, no. but it was really his and uh, it should, I shouldn't, he should have took, uh, he should have took the fall and I should have got off yeah. on that. But, uh, but, um, I don't, you know, I'm not, it's on my record. It it doesn't, that's not coming off. You know, that was even just 20, 20 some years ago, but, um, but you're self-employed, so it doesn't affect you so much like it would other people like say you're applying for like a state job or something, you know, that's going to come up and it's really not fair. I had one person on my, um, Facebook when I shared this news the other day, um, and they said, yeah, in the seventies, like I, I have a, you know, something, a marijuana charge on my record and he's like it still comes up sometimes you know so that's totally unacceptable and unfortunate and i'm glad to see the needle at least moving in the right direction well it definitely is moving in the right direction according to the recent poll again from politico that uh, slightly higher share of response 69 percent expressed support for potentially changing the classification of marijuana under the current federal law and i uh, this new classification would be where they want to take, you know, take cannabis and put it in 
that classification, uh, thereby not keeping it in there with heroin and cocaine and LSD and all of the bad drugs, uh, that marijuana is still in that same classification since the Nixon era. So, um, but very good for the, the for, to, that these polls are pointed out and they make the headlines when, you know, news from Congress does anything or, or like this week. You know, it's certainly politically motivated, Rachel, for Biden mm-hmm. to put out here in the middle of October as we get close to yeah. <laughs> November's voting that, you know, he does this move. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll see, um, you know, since uh, that announcement of pardoning of 6,500 people with federal cannabis possession convictions. Yeah. But yeah, it is unfortunate that it's only 6,000 people that benefit from this when there are so many people in the states that have gotten charges at the state level and they they're still stuck with them. So, uh, but it it is, you know, and it may have been low hanging fruit for him, like at election time or, you know, the midterms. Um, But still, I'm going to say it's a win nonetheless, no matter how you feel about the guy. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) and it it is a win. I mean, as long as they're drawing attention to that, I I think it was probably, like I said, politically motivated, but our friends over at the last prisoner project, you know, these guys made some recent comments too, as responding to the, uh, you know, free everybody. They want to make sure that uh, the last prisoner projects work that they do is uh, exclusively about getting justice for nonviolent cannabis offenders. And so I think they took to Twitter recently as as Biden made these uh, uh, recent uh, pardons. Uh, So I wanted to just kind of plug Last Prisoner Project. These guys uh, do some great work, and no man left behind, you know, is a result of uh, their uh, tweets going out here recently with with the pardon. So break that down and and show Last Prisoner Project because you can support these guys. I want to say Liz and Patrick over at Grow House, the work that they do with their event sometimes benefits uh, that fundraising group for Last Prisoner Project. So check out Last Prisoner Project. And uh, any other news for on your end over there, uh, Rachel? You know, I think we covered the latest and greatest. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we hit on a lot today. Well, I think we did, and uh, it's a uh, it's that time we wrap things up here on the on the podcast, finishing up uh, podcast number ninety nine already. Gosh, as we get ready for that big one hundred show next week on the program, Sid Miller, our Texas Agriculture Commissioner, joining us on podcast number one hundred. Um, I'm Russell. She's Rachel. Any final thoughts, Rachel? Stay smoking. <laughs> All right. Stay smoking. There you heard it from uh, Rachel Nelson there. And pick up a magazine next week, guys. We will have those available throughout Central Texas and East Texas as well. So I'm Russell. We'll see you guys next week. It's the Texas Hemp Show for Podcast 100 next week. We'll stay tuned, guys. Thanks for tuning in. My pretty mouth will frame the faces. I will disprove your faith in me.